0: Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week, we're going to answer one more listener question which is actually a pretty fabulous question, I think. Um, and it made me want to have like a giant group discussion. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a topic. It's definitely a doozy topic. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, yeah. So the question is, is there a goddess or pantheon that you haven't worked with that you want to work with? Who and why do you want to work with them, her, them? Yeah. And what stopped you? And is there a goddess you would never work with? So it's like a multi-tiered question. Yes. So, Veronica, uh, is there anybody you've not worked with that you would that you're like I want to work with that person?
1: You know, person, uh, goddess
0: um, being
1: the goddess Caradwin, I'm really interested in. I mean, I've heard you know people talk about her, and even in public rituals, I've heard people call her in. Um, but I haven't personally worked with her before, mm-hmm. and. Just the idea of her being this, you know, triple goddess, maiden, mother, crone, um, just kind of, I, you know, resu- re- resonate with the like li- life and death
0: cycle. And are she's you just, just gonna say resurrect? <laughs> <laughs> I resurrect maybe the life and death cycle. You know,
1: as it's resurrecting, yeah. coming back mm-hmm. from the death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the goddess Keridwen is the goddess that I've been interested in possibly pursuing and uh, working with.
0: Because of those aspects primarily, or just that the whole thing, like her cauldron and all the wisdom yeah, in there. And exactly. Then, yeah. I like yeah. The, the
1: whole, ca- just like what she represents. Um, you know, to me, she's like the ultimate witch, you know, she's like, The, and it feels like she, I mean, I could be wrong, but it feels like she was a central figure for some people, meaning, um, that because she had this aspect of maiden mother crone life, death cycle, that she held everything from the beginning to the end. Mm
0: -hmm. Interesting.
1: Kind of like a universal go-to goddess. (laughs) She can do all the things. Exactly, exactly. And she's also feels like a figure that is kind of dark too. At the same time, with the cauldron and darkened mystery, I guess, not like darkened shadow, but more like darkened mystery.
0: Hmm. Well, she's also a shapeshifter. Yes. So that's kind of a more, uh, like an amazing piece of the whole puzzle, and that plays a role in her story. She's. An how, an how about actress. you, Emily? Um, well, there's a lot of goddesses I have not worked with that I would like to. Um, so one of them is Anana. I love the story of, of Anana of the going down through the gates and like letting go. Yeah. Um, releasing different parts of yourself or offering them up, kind of being stripped bare. Of course, I love this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: I was looking at my this uh the goddess oracle deck and i was i was telling emily like oh of course you say anana cuz i looked at the card and it was like embracing
0: the shadow <laughs> right well her story is kind of brutal right cuz she yes. she goes down into the underworld um where her sister is to visit her sister and on the way she passes these is it seven places? I might be getting this wrong. I think it's seven. Yeah. Yeah. So nine was what came into mind, but I think it's seven. Um, and she leaves pieces of, you know, she strips herself down and then she ends up hung on a hook down in the underworld, um, for, for three days and three nights until she is rescued. So it's like kind of brutal. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's not what I expected. No, (laughs) I mean, I knew, I knew, I know that's her story. Um, and I think that's, That's what draws me to that is that idea of going into the darkness into the depths and really sitting with the discomfort of that and then, you know, coming back out uh, trans with some transformation that's occurred because you've stripped yourself down and I feel like that's the thing I'm always drawn to right is the the shadow work and the darkness and you know, my angsty self is like, yes, bring all the, all the things, all the (laughs) shadows."
1: Let's transform. Yes. Let's let's transform.
0: Let's go in. (laughs) Let's get dirty. And then we're going to come back. Yeah. Do Mm -hmm. the hard
1: work. That's that's totally.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one. And there's, I mean, there's others though, that I'm, I'm totally curious. There's so many gods and goddesses. Yes so many that I just, you know, like I haven't worked with ISIS. I, I know a little bit about ISIS. I'm not super into, um, Egyptian mythology. So it's pretty, my knowledge is pretty limited. I know the general story, but I I'm curious this mother energy, right? Her and Osiris and she represents the mother. Yeah. I, I, I think I've done one
1: only one or two rituals with her, Mm -hmm. but I have had her come. This is what's interesting with deity. Like sometimes once you start working with them, they might just start coming to you at different times Mm -hmm. and like giving you messages, just popping in. And you might have to do inquiries of like, what is this presence right now? And asking them, you know, who are you? What, What are you doing here? What lessons do I have to learn? kind of thing and she's one of those Mm -hmm. who just kind of I had a time when she would just like come in uh, and and be like oh hi like I'm here to like wrap my my arms around you you know um yeah so she's one of those that that kind of that that I totally resonate with I would love to work work more with her even um but she definitely is yeah she's she's one of those like solid just like oh, ISIS, yay!
0: <laughs> and well, in isn't her story kind of dark also? I think it. I feel like it is. There's the whole thing about Osiris being chopped up into pieces. Yep, chopped and, up. And then yep. she has all this grief, right? And yep. Yeah, it's a kind of intense story. Yes, it is a very intense <laughs> story. Oh, As this many is- of these are. Yes. That, i
1: i think i feel like a lot of the origins of you know gods and goddesses come from they can come from a lot of violence yeah and like kind of really intense situations and like you know from that there their power is born or it's not something you know the magic transforms or you know like it's like this really hard intense beginning and then this happens or this is why you know right kind of thing.
0: I know. I remember I, for like, I don't know, a year I did these Friday magic chats uh, with my membership group. And so I would put together like these little presentations and I tried once a month during that time to really bring in a God or goddess that I was not familiar with. And I would do a little research and make a handout and all of that. And it's true that there's a lot of these really dark stories that go along with the creation. Um and, you know, then there's transformation often that is occurring as well, or there's wrath. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's vengeance. There's vengeance, yeah. or there's vengeance,
0: <laughs> you know, whatever. It's transformation <laughs> slash vengeance. I, I don't know. <laughs> and how many um gods and goddesses there are who maybe you haven't heard of because they play a minor role in some of the stories but but actually you know when you investigate them more there's so much information yeah Um, they have their own power yep totally totally and everybody takes a different spin on these right like I've one of the other goddesses that we've I know in circle we've touched on her a couple times but I have very limited information on is Ishel. she's Mayan And uh, I have two different goddess decks here and one has creativity underneath her name and the other one is Medicine Woman. And so you'll also find that is that many goddesses and gods have, many deities have multi-facets, right? Different qualities that they carry. And depending on what you're looking to tap into, it may or may not resonate in that moment. Yeah, it's interesting
1: because I actually- um, I also equate this to the plants. Like you might have a plant that you, one plant that you would use for like multiple things. Uh So like this plant is good for, you know, stimulation, digestion. So you might have one plant that you're gone, you go to for so many different things. You're like, Oh, it's not just for digestion. It's also going to help my cycle. It's also going to, you know, there's all these, it might help my mood. Um, Like, you know, lavender, one of them, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's some plants that are, have multiple uses. And I feel that there's certain goddesses. I mean, there's some that I kind of would like, oh yeah, I would never use her for that, you know, but there's also some that, like I was saying about Keridwyn, like that could possibly, I mean, maybe be a multi-use goddess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, look at Bridget, right? I think we talked about this at one point, like all the facets of Bridget, right? she has all these many creativity and then specifically poetry, but then she's also tied to the hearth and the home um, and, and healing. Healing. So there's, there's all these pieces to that puzzle.
1: Yeah. So you might use her for multiple different things, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, or
1: call on her or, um, you know, or give her offerings or yeah, definitely.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta really do your research, I think, at the end of the day, and not just jump on a bandwagon.
1: Well, and I think I I feel like over the years I've kind of moved away from calling deity, and Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting, and I kind of kind of look at it every now and then, and like, oh, that's like, like maybe ten years ago I would have called a goddess here, but I'm not doing that today, and like what what that's about, like why has my practice changed away from deity and more to just like, I might call on the sun as right. opposed to Alma Teresu or Lou or, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I also think this is something that's happened in our group. We used to call on deity a lot more in our circle. Yes. And then there were a lot of discussions about like, well, we don't want to call on deities We don't actually know anything about or have a relationship with. Um, and and we want to have the knowledge. And I remember one time I found this. I think we were doing like a, a section, a chapter or whatever on on deity where everybody was picking a different deity to bring. And I remember one night I brought one who was uh, who c- continually commits suicide. Oh, remember yes, that? Yes,
1: I remember this. Oh, so intense.
0: Yeah, and and one of the people in the group was like, "I'm not comfortable doing this." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, you know, like I get it." It, um, I wanted to share the story and what the, the kind of medicine that's in the the depths of that, that I perceive, but uh, you know, you, if you're working in a group, you want to make sure that how that container is being held and the relationships that everybody has with those deities and, you know.
1: I, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I think I also see that I have in the past worked with deity that I feel, feel like I may not have had enough knowledge about. Uh And I mean, this actually kind of goes into the second part of that question is who would you never work with? Uh Uh-huh. And, and this, I guess I'm drawn towards not working with those deities that I'm not familiar with or or haven't done my research And just randomly calling someone or, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be just random, but like, oh, the book says she's good for blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to call on her Mm -hmm. um, for this ritual. I would do a lot more research now from, in, in hindsight, I've had a couple rituals happen and things that have happened after that I would equate to not doing my homework really.
0: Do you have any examples um, you feel comfortable sharing about? Yeah, well, there's different sides to gods and goddesses. Okay, yeah. that
1: that is the other thing is like I was calling on, uh, well, a friend, my an, a fellow witch, and I were calling on Ganesh,
0: uh-huh. and
1: we were calling on Ganesh as the remover of obstacles. Uh huh. So obviously, what's going to happen is going to happen, and we it's not we're not going to blame Ganesh or what we've done. But the remover of obstacles is a wide, wide, you know, statement, right? Removal of what obstacles, what are we called? What, what obstacles are we wanting to remove? Because the, the obstacles that got removed weren't ones we wanted removed.
0: (laughs) So I think that almost echoes back to that idea of specificity with your intention and being really clear and specific with every time you do work.
1: Yes. And yeah. that, that, I mean, it's not that, I mean, we were f- somewhat familiar with Ganesh, not a lot though, that mm-hmm. that was the other part is like, we didn't, and we didn't also look at both sides of like, Hey, well, maybe we should really be specific of what obstacles we're wanting to, you know, we were in business together and we were, it, it, it we had things happen that were not that's what we wanted to happen, we're like, oh, no, well, we called on Ganesh to remove these obstacles and they weren't the obstacles we wanted and actually put us in a place where we didn't want to be. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to like, maybe that's what that was. Maybe it wasn't. But like, well, maybe if we were a little bit more specific or if we had called on someone else we were more familiar with, it would have been more helpful for us. Maybe it would have put us in a different state. Um, yeah. So... I don't, I tend to be cautious and don't call on gods and goddesses that I'm not familiar with, that I haven't done my homework with. And like you said, that I'm not specifically Uh specifying what it is that I want to work with, with them, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other part of that, that I would just speak to is before you call in the energy of a deity, not only is it a good idea to know about them and know their stories because most of them have more than one, but it's also a good idea to spend some time maybe meditating and trying to connect with their energy to ask them, Hey, I would really like to work with you. Are you cool with that? Um, because you might get enough. You might get a no. Wow. I think something just massively dinged. Sorry if everybody heard that. Apparently, I did not shut down all the things on my computer. There we go. <laughs> that was very exciting. Uh, <laughs> anyway, or, or that was the deities going, yes, ask us first. Ding. Yes, exactly. Ask permission. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I think it's always a good idea to have that relationship reciprocal conversation before you launch in and are like, hey, yo, here's the thing I need from you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing, like in prayer and
1: all of that, you know, we're so used to, I I was born Christian. So we're so used to like praying and asking for things, Uh you know, oh, please do this. Oh, please do that. And it's like, well, there's offerings to be given here. You know, you like it's a reciprocal relationship. Right. You know, it's not just about asking to get what you want. Well, it's all that
0: it's energy give and take everywhere in the world, right? When you put energy out and take energy back in, there's always this give and take that's happening. And if you try to uh, give too much, you become depleted. And if you try to take too much, then you get greedy. And um, yeah, it comes back to you. Yeah, for sure. So,
1: yeah, I mean, one of the goddesses that I, haven't really worked with and I've kind of shied away from is Kali and we were kind of talking about that a little Emily about just like I know her story it's pretty intense and I mean I've worked with her I think I had one ritual that I did with her and I was like wow this is really powerful Mm -hmm. but I also was very I had this other side of like caution Mm -hmm. of knowing that if I wasn't careful in what I was you know, communicating to her or whatever—that this may not be a positive relationship for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not that it was dangerous, but just like it may this this this—I don't know. I mean, maybe it was like the Ganesh thing. Maybe it wouldn't be, you know. But like, maybe something would come back around and like bite me. I don't know. <laughs> <Bite> <laughs> maybe that's Just. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just me going like, uh, but there are some goddesses that, you know, that I'm like, mm, I'd be a little cautious when I call on her. Like mm-hmm. she's like the big guns for blah blah blee. You know, she's for you know What, I mean? what was that? Blah blah blee? <laughs> blah blah blee. Like <laughs> <laughs> Uh Do you have anybody like that? Do you have any gods and goddesses that you're like, yeah, I think I'd be cautious. Or I mean, I I wouldn't use the words like do not work with, but like, I mean, maybe do not work with, maybe.
0: I haven't found any that I feel scared of per se, or like. (laughs) super cautious. I mean, I guess I'm so curious. I'm curious about story, right? That's a, that is the heart of, of my life is finding out people's stories. So I'm very curious about stories, um, of deities and their origins and how they move through their mythology. Um, and I, I think for me, the caution just comes in, wanting to know them before I would necessarily, like I was saying, you know, get to know them before their story, them and their story before reaching out. Um, and just think, making sure that maybe the thing I want to connect with them on is, is that thing. I tend not to work with deity. I tend mm-hmm. to work heavily with nature. And so, and I, that's how my practice has always been. I've actually had a I almost want to say repulsion, but that's not the right word. It's just an avoidance like of even with working with Bridget, like, you know, we, we focus so much on her at imbolc And I think we even talked about this at one point. I just, I didn't really connect with her for a long time. And I, I don't like making an entire celebration focus solely on one being unless the being is about them. Cause there's so many other about the holiday. Cause there's so many other aspects If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. like in bulk is not really just about Bridget. There's a lot more happening at that time of year. So that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to offend you, Bridget. I do think <laughs> that you're awesome. Um, <laughs> but I have had a hard time just in general connecting with deity, um, but I'm curious. And I've seen people aspect De- deity before, which I think is yep. really amazing. Um yeah. i my friend, Iris Anya Moon. She is an author and she's written several books about different goddesses. She wrote Aphrodite and Iris, and she wrote one about the Norns and she just wrote one about Gaia. Um, and, and I like reading her books because it gives me this bigger story again, coming back to that, um, and myth and then practical applications for connecting with those deities as well. That You're was so a long answer that I don't think really <laughs> answered your question.
1: You did. Oh, did. You did.
0: I love that you brought up the
1: Norns. You just said the Norns and I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked a lot with the Norns. Have you? And specifically through working with the runes. And so I guess that's because it's from that same pantheon. And in this question, she talks about a pantheon and it, I think it's really important. And I don't, I guess I don't want to separate people and be like, oh, well, that's just in J- Japan and that's just over here, but that's where the origins come from. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the deities were born and that's where they're worked with, and the relationship comes from that place. I'm
0: just thinking so, of American gods, right? So, yes, all the origins of all of the stories and the creation and that idea that humans, you know, gave birth to. The gods or kept the gods alive through their beliefs right yeah um anyway go ahead i have something to say about that obviously but go ahead and <laughs> Your thought. let me not step all over you here yeah no so i was like the powerfulness
1: of using the same pantheon so the runes being born from the nordic system uh-huh. and using the norns and then other gods and goddesses of that same pantheon you know freya and odin and, Freyr and all of them like um I became more and more familiar with them because I could feel their connection. Mm-hmm,
0: like I'm getting ritual. chills
1: right now. I could feel that, like where that was coming from, mm-hmm. and and that sort that pulled me to the source. Like, oh, okay. Like, so the Norns. I could just I I can see them in their pool, you know, right next to the pool, like underneath, you know, the world, world tree, and just like there with the fates, you know, and and with the runes you know, and, and being able to use divination that way through them as a source. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, like I've worked with deity that way. And I found that the most powerful, and I have felt the most confident and comfortable working with them in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause you have something else to tie them to.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I had something to say that I forgot. I know. I was like waiting for you. I I know. I was waiting for myself too. And then I was like, it's gone. I just got all into what you were saying. And (laughs) (laughs) oh, wait, did I hold on? Sorry. It takes a second for me to reboot my brain on a Friday afternoon. Um, or anytime, actually that's what's true. It had to do Oh, it had to do with um, respecting origins. That's what I wanted to just talk about is respecting origins of different gods and goddesses, different pantheons, like recognizing and, and honoring the fact that they come from these different cultures. They're not just our, they're not ours to like, taken mm-hmm. at least this is and this is my personal lens so you may have a different feeling about this for those of you listening but i really believe that we need to honor and respect the culture um, mm-hmm. and the home and the story and how maybe that served the people who began worshiping these deities um and take all of that into account but I again I'm I'm a story person and I believe very strongly that culture and history and mythology is all a deep root of human psyche wow (laughs) I know I gotta shut up because I'm I'm going I'm going on a tangent here really back in Emily we're talking uh, about deities
1: no (laughs) I mean I it's true it is all of that is true that like um, respecting the source Mm -hmm. and the more and more you work with different pantheons and, and you might, you know, we all, we find where we're, where we're connected to, you know, Mm -hmm. and you might be more connected to, to certain pantheons and deities because of, you know, what you were born into, you know, and so that then you pull on your bloodline or your Mm -hmm. DNA or how that, how, you, you know, and then, then you feel the source. And you, you can tap into that in a powerful way, you know, or maybe you're tying into a past life, right. you know, and you're sure. like, Oh, like when I was in, I was like my Egypt face when I was like in, like, I'm like, Oh, Egypt, 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 like it just was coming, coming, coming. Then I was like, oh, okay. I want to look more at Mott. I want to look more at Bastet. I want, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and feel that and I'm like, Oh, okay. I have a connection here now to these God goddesses, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I could really resonate and dive into it through that, you know, and honor that source too.
0: Totally. Well, and I wonder, as we're having this discussion, I'm also wondering if part of my, um, I guess, not aversion, I'm I'm, these are really strong words, but yeah, Yeah. avoidant um, tendencies toward working with deities in my own practices is that I, it's almost out of respect that I've chosen to not, like I want to know their Mm -hmm. stories and everything, but I don't I guess I feel like their power is really strong. <laughs> and I can think about them and appreciate them and know their story, but there's other things that I feel more connected to. And that's where like like the elements or whatnot. And that makes me feel like that's the direction that I should should quote unquote be working my magic because who am I? This mm-hmm. American chick. <laughs> Right, who uh, who does not my culture is definitely like my own DNA history is very Celtic, like it's pretty crazy when you look at my DNA, but um, it's heavy, heavy in the UK, and there's a lot of connection I feel to that land when I've been there. I feel very connected to it, and I have connected to some of the deities there, but when I start reaching into other cultures, I start to feel like, is this mine? hmm Is this mine yep. to, to visit, to ask for, to connect with? Um, So I don't know. Is that making sense?
1: Yeah, actually, I feel like we've actually had a podcast about this, but maybe not. Um, know. Or maybe we've discussed it as far as like reaching outside of your, you know, your lineage or your DNA, you know, to other pantheons and how that, you know, is like the question of like, is that the right thing to do? Not that something's right or wrong, or is it harder for you to connect with them or it, you know, is it harder for them to connect with you? Exactly. Where, where is that? I mean, maybe you have a connection from a past life and that's different for you, you know, or maybe it's something else, you know, Mm. but, um, I personally find it so much easier when you have, when you're connected to whatever that source is than to just randomly call. Like I have, and I, I I hate to say random because I don't have any native American blood in me. Um, I have, you know, but I'm connected to the land and I might like call on, you know, the, the spirits of the land, you know, or, you know, something that the native American people would call on. But my connection in that place is not like, with the native americans it's with the planet it's with the Mm -hmm. earth you know what i'm saying so it's out of that's the source that i'm going down
0: right well and i think that loops back to that idea of like working with the elements or working Mm -hmm. with the energy of the planet um or you know maybe even gaia would be the language that you would use for that Mm -hmm. um because you're trying to connect with mother earth or pachamama that's another term used to connect with the earth yeah. Such a, this is such an interesting topic. And that's why I was saying at the beginning, it made me feel like I want to have a big group discussion because yes. I think the answers to this question, we're answering them for us, but I'm so curious how other people feel about these topics. And, you know, there are whole groups of different pagan sex, I guess you would call them, um, who, who worship different deities, you know, and And there's, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious about why the why's and wherefores.
1: Yeah. And actually this discussion has made me like really, I don't know, touch in and, and question like, oh, well maybe I do want to start working with deity more. Mm -hmm. And like, in which case would I add, you know, add that to my practice? Right. you know, and where it would, you know, enrich it more. Just like when I work with the runes, like when I work with Tarot, I've never worked at it through that
0: level, lens. you uh-huh. know, through that lens. Um, yeah. Well, you know, that's what I really liked about putting together those deity classes is that it gave me the opportunity to learn about these different deities, deities I had heard of, or maybe thought I knew the story of. Um, and then some I'd never heard of at all. And it's the same thing with, I have the goddess oracle deck, um, which you have too, by Amy Sophia Maryshinsky. Mm-hmm. And then I also have the goddess Gu- guidance oracle cards. And I know there's several other goddess decks out there, but that's another way that you might start to learn the story. And I love uh, the goddess Oracle, because they do have a little snippet of a story. So it's a great launching point. It's not the be all end all because most deities have much more story and mythology <laughs> connected to them than what you're going to get in your little Oracle guidebook. But it does offer you a window into a different world as well as a ritual to connect with that energy.
1: Yeah. I like the ritual that's added to <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so really it, cool. it is really cool for sure. Anyway. I think we did it. Did we answer yeah, all the thank- questions? All the questions. We did. question? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Veronica. And thank you, listener, for the question. Yeah, that was a great question. So everybody, I'm curious, um, as you heard, I want to have a giant discussion. So uh, if you're working with a deity, I'd love to know what it is and, and what draws you to them. Um, and you're welcome to email us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Um, it sounds like after this podcast, Veronica, you're going to be on vacation. Yeah. Vacation national park tour. All right. So Veronica will not be joining us for several weeks. I'll see what I can come up with in the meantime. (laughs) It'll be awesome. (laughs) It's going to be something. Uh, but anyway, until next time, everyone keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by? You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you could do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like Comments. some gold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way, people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or, wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> this must be so, there must be something good here. <laughs> I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, Please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And, uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door.